up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We have a lot to cover. A lot of good stuff happening in the baseball world. We'll jump right into it. So I'm going to start with a big trade. The big trade that happened the other day between the Mariners and the San Francisco Giants. Not Maybe you can call it a blockbuster. Sure, yeah. We can call it a blockbuster because of the names involved. Robbie Ray, the former Cy Young winner, is heading from Seattle to San Francisco in exchange for Mitch Hanniger and Anthony DeSclafani. This came out of nowhere, and this involves significant pieces going in both directions. All three of those players are big league starters. And, you know, the Mariners are getting rid of Robbie Ray, effectively. You know, they're, they're washing their hands of Robbie Ray after a few seasons. I mean, he's 32 now, but he won the AL Cy Young with the Blue Jays in 2021 and turned that into a five-year, $115 million deal with the Mariners. And he had the ability to opt out after three seasons. His first year with Seattle was really strong. He made 32 starts with a 3.71 ERA. Pretty good strikeout rate, 27%. But in 2023, he only made one appearance before he was shut down and eventually had elbow surgery to both repair his flexor tendon and reconstruct his UCL. I don't know if it was Tommy John, but UCL is the, is the ligament that, that people repair when they, when they have Tommy John. So he was out for the year in 2023. So his time in Seattle was very short-lived, at least as far as on the mound. Yeah, so I am confirming right now it was Tommy John. He had Tommy John in 2023. So he ended up sitting out the rest of the season. The Seattle rotation they actually managed to fare pretty well in his absence. They used Luis Castillo, Logan Gilbert, and George Kirby up front. And then they had some prospects like Bryce Miller, Emerson Hancock, and Brian Wu stepping in to help them out in the back of the rotation. Uh, but for the Giants, you know, their rotation was inconsistent in 2023. I mean, they didn't really use that many traditional starters. They had two traditional starters in Logan Webb and Alex Cobb. But guys like Ross Stripling, Alex Wood, Sean Maniat, Descafani, they were often moved to the bullpen or they were even injured. So it, it was a turbulent year for the – it was a really turbulent year for the um, – Pitching staff in San Francisco. And obviously Mitch Hanniger, so he's heading back to Seattle after spending 2023 with the Giants. Only played 61 games with them. Um, you know, they didn't put up much of numbers, but this guy was hurt. You know, he was hurt for quite a bit. So Mitch Hanniger went healthy. We know he's, he's put up big numbers. He's a good corner bat in the outfield. Uh, just wasn't very healthy. He's actually he just had injury issues, actually, a lot. Um, you're hoping that he can get back to his heyday. I mean, his best season with the Mariners was 2018. He was an all-star that year, put up a 139 OPS+. plus. He had another good year in 2021, put up a 122 OPS+. plus. So he, he's been well above average in terms of production. 2023, you just saw a dip because he was hurt. And that, that's, that's, what, that's what's going to happen, right? Uh Left oblique strain, fractured right forearm, low back strain. I mean, only 61 games because he couldn't stay healthy. But I think that's a really good bounce back candidate this year for 2024. So with the Giants signing Jung Ho Lee to be their center fielder, that's going to nudge Mike Yastrzemski to a corner outfield spot. Probably, let's say, right field and then Conforto in left field. So that's their outfield. And then there could have been room for Mitch Hanniger to stay there with the DA slot, but they're probably going to play Wilmer Flores there. So 
The Mariners needed a bat because they just subtracted a bunch of guys. You know, they didn't make a qualifying offer to Teoscar Hernandez. He's still a free agent, I believe. They traded away Eugenio Suarez and Jared Kelnick. So they need bats. They're bringing Mitch Hanger back. He's going to have plenty of opportunity to play every single day. So Dave Sclafani is the last guy remaining. You know, he's heading to Seattle. He's going to add to their pitching staff. You know, he's had some solid seasons as a mid-rotation guy. But, um, you know, with the Giants, it's been a few years since we saw him put up some strong numbers. 2021, he had some really strong numbers in San Francisco. But 2022, only through 19 innings was hurt. And then 2023, only through 99 innings was hurt. And both those seasons, you know, you know the ERA is going to be what it's going to be, right? But when you're not really on the mound, can you really put much stock into those numbers? I don't think so. But his, his good season, his last good season was last full season, 2021, pitched to a 3.17 ERA. And it was just phenomenal. Led the league in shutouts. Two two complete game shutouts, which you don't really see very often in, in today's game. Because if you're leading the league with only two, that, that tells you all you need to know. But Robbie Ray is heading over to San Francisco and uh, definitely going to step right in there. I mean, bouncing back from Tommy John. I'm not sure if he's going to be ready for opening day. He might. He very well might not exactly sure what the update is on his injury timeline, but he'll definitely pitch in 2024. And that's, that's what we're going to see. So that's the trade coming out of the Pacific Northwest or the West Coast, I should say, Seattle, San Francisco. In other news, in other trade news, the Cardinals traded Richie Palacios to the Rays in exchange for right-hander Andrew Kittredge. So Kittredge 34, you know, some, I mean, he's a little older. He was a 45th round pick by the Mariners way back in 2008. But he didn't make his big league debut until 2017. Can you believe that? I mean, this dude just was a minor league journeyman. And if you see his stuff now, it makes you wonder why. You know, throws really hard, has some good stuff. Uh, I mean, he went on to impress early in the shortened 2020 campaign with a 2.25 ERA, but then he saw his season limited to just eight appearances by UCL spring. So he elected free agency following the 2020 season, but he re-signed with the Rays on a minor league deal and ended up turning a dominant 2021 season. So, I mean, if you look at his ERA, he was third in the majors behind only Jacob deGrom and Ranger Suarez among pitchers with, with at least 70 innings of work. Right. 70 innings is not super high threshold, but he's a reliever, so we got to cut, cut him some slack. But he earned his first all-star appearance of his career in 2021. And unfortunately for him, much of his time has been spent on the injured list since that phenomenal 2021 season. You know, back tightness early 2022. Then he had Tommy John surgery that June and didn't return to the majors until mid-August in 2023. So he's coming off an of injury, but... If he bounces back, it's a great bounce back candidate for St. Louis, for Palacios. You know, a 26-year-old outfielder who the Cardinals got from the Guardians in a cash deal back in June. And he took off in 32 games with St. Louis. I mean, this dude hit for an 8.23 OPS in 102 trips to the plate in the majors. And, you know, even better numbers down in the minors in AAA. But he, he was great with the bat. Uh, kind of unexpected, low-key. Because he kind of struggled when he was at the Guardians. But as soon as he got the change of scenery, he started to hit a lot. So 26 years old, a lot of upside there. Someone who's just entering his prime. And yeah, I mean, the numbers he put up in in 2023 make a lot of people believe like, okay, well, there might be something here. Might be something here for sure. I mean, this is someone who still has 
his he's just entering his prime. He's just entering his prime. So uh, we'll see what that means when he gets to Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Rays do a good job of developing talent. Or may like the thing about hitters, see, they, they do a really good job of developing pitchers. They haven't had a great track record developing hitters. Of course, they developed Wanda Franco, Evan Longoria. Of course, Longoria is at the end of his career. Wanda Franco. Now, you know, people are thinking he might not even play Major League Baseball again because he has some off-the-field issues. But Palacios, obviously already a big leaguer. He's not coming up through the farm system. But, uh, you know, the Rays have a good, do a good job of finding. What was I trying to say? I was trying to say they, they do a good job of developing pitchers and finding good hitters. So if they're finding Palacios now, maybe they've seen something that they believe they can turn into, you know, some, some production at the big level. Maybe we'll see that in 2024. We shall see. Moving on to the next story. Michael Brantley has announced his retirement. Uncle Mike. They call him Uncle Mike in Houston. They call him Dr. Smooth. He has a couple nicknames, some really good nicknames. He has, yeah, he has retired. This dude, one of the best hitters of a generation, pure hitters of a generation. Of a generation. When he could stay on the field, he never failed to produce. He was just always just a professional hitter. Ends with a career 117 OPS plus. 34 wins above replacement. You know, had, I mean, how many All-Stars? One, two, three, four, five All-Star appearances. Finished third in the MVP back in 2014 with Cleveland. No, he was a long-time Cleveland Indian, right? There were Indians. I don't think they're the Guardians yet. Well, yeah, they're the Indians because he was there through 2018 and he was with the Houston Astros from 2019 through 2023. But Michael Brantley, fans really liked him. He was well-respected in baseball circles. Many all-star appearances and just a professional hitter. That's that's how you can describe this guy, just a pure bat. Always hit for a high average. And, yeah, he ends his career with a 298 batting average, 129 homers. 117 OPS plus. Dr. Smooth always got the job done. Ended up getting that World Series. Did he, did he win the World Series? Was he there? I don't think he was there. Oh, no, of course. What am I saying? He won the World Series with the Astros in 2022 because they won in 2022. Um, because I was thinking about 2017. He was with Cleveland then, but you know, they got their, they got their ring in 2022. So shout out to Michael Brantley. You know, not a lot of people know he's a son of a major leaguer. You know, his his father played in the bigs as well. His father was Mickey Brantley, who had, you know, a little bit of a career, just four years in the major leagues. But his son ended up, you know, playing much longer, playing, you know, a, a much lengthier career. 15 years in the bigs, parts 15 years in the big leagues for Michael Brantley. But yeah, so he was the player to be named later. In that CC Sabathia trade in 2008, can you believe that? In that CC Sabathia trade that sent, um, you know, CC Sabathia over to Milwaukee, where CC put on a show in the stretch and sent the Brewers into that playoff run. But Michael Brantley came over in that deal from the Brewers, and he was the player to be named later. Turned up, turned out to be a phenomenal player for Cleveland. Uh, yeah, this is someone I believe he's in the. He either is or is about to be. I think I read something. He's in the Cleveland Hall of Fame. Um, if he's not, he should be. But the, the Cleveland Guardians have inducted him to the Hall of Fame if I, if I, uh, remember correctly. So that is a career for Michael Brantley. Shout out to him. 
obviously, you know, what we like to also say is like, you know, how much money did this guy make? You know, when you play in the big leagues for 15 years, you probably made a good bit of money. And I'm looking at it right now. He amassed $112 million in salary over his career. So shout out to him. Get in the bag. He definitely deserves. But when I read the article, it was that he wants to be home every day with his family, raise his kids. Of course, that is, that's, that's understandable. You know, at this point, he's, he's ticked off all these boxes at the major league level. So shout out to Michael Brantley. So last but not least, the Mets have reached an agreement on a two year deal with Sean Manaya. Two years, $28 million guaranteed. It actually comes with an opt-out following the 2024 season. So if Manaya pitches well this upcoming season, he could opt out and test free agency again. But he gets $28 million guaranteed in the worst-case scenario. So Manaya is 32 in February. You know, we all know who he is. He's, he's been around for a while. And uh, this dude provided consistency for Oakland for, for many years. Left-handed pitcher, you know, this dude just would take the ball every fifth day. Innings eater. That's the way you could look at Sean Manaya for many years out there in Oakland. I think you would still look at him as an innings eater. Uh, his numbers are not, you know, anything to write home about anymore as far as like ERA, but he's still, I would say, an average pitcher. So definitely could be like a fourth or a fifth starter for you that could take the ball every fifth day and go deep into ball games. I mean, that's what you can expect from Sean Manaya at this point, but a career 4.1 ERA, you know, in in 2023 with the Giants, you know, pretty average numbers, but still durable. I mean, a lefty that can eat innings is a valuable piece, regardless of how, you know, how flashy his his stats may be. He's still around a four ERA. If you're making every start and you're a left-handed pitcher, you, you will make some money. As we just saw, the market believes that's worth $28 million over two years. So that's the last update we have for now. That's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.